Hey, this is Jessica Tyrannick, and you're listening to the Mountain Movers Podcast. In this episode, I sat down with Jessica Tyrannick, an inspiring individual who has her heart set on living her life to the fullest. We discuss her company, Elevate Spin. We take a dive into her journey through fitness, and we chat about how mindset really sets you apart. So let's get going. Cue that intro in three, two. This is the Mountain Movers Podcast, a platform for you, the ones with a voice to be heard, but no microphone to speak it. This is your time, your chance to become more than they believe you are, more than you believe you are. So let's do this together. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm amazing. And I think I'm amazing because never have I ever been in a room with so many stationary bikes. <laughs> How many are in this room? There is a 39, actually. We have 38 bikes plus our instructor bike. So it's quite uh, an epic ride when you get in here. And is the room full? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's when, it, when it's full, it's the energy. You feed off the energy. And that's what we love about it. Yeah, it's, it's all about the community and the energy. Mm-hmm. And is this the only studio? I haven't taken a tour of the place yet, but is this the only yeah. studio? Yes. So it happens in here. Yes, Everything. all the epic rides, all in here. <laughs> so tell me about this place. What inspired Elevate Spin? Um, I mean, I don't know where we start with Elevate Spin, but Elevate Spin, the company um, I created, we just opened our doors December 10th, and I chose the name Elevate Spin because I'm all about rising above challenges, mm-hmm. rising above the bullshit. Sorry if I don't know if I can no, that's amazing. this or not. That's explicit. Um, and that's where Elevate Spin came from. I was part of another company, a startup spin company for five years and things just ended up changing with that company and I just decided to branch off and I wanted to build a community where we could all come together, not only ride, but also change people's lives and, and we've been open for two months now and it's been an incredible ride so far. We're really lucky. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And the kind of feedback you get from everyone I'm sure is very positive. Because when you walk in this room, it doesn't matter what shape you're in. It doesn't matter what your mindset is. Because as a collective, you're kind of all in this together, right? Exactly. And I think that's the beauty of it. Exactly. We want everybody to come, all ages, sizes, and we we focus on changing people's lives and helping them be stronger in their everyday life. Um, And that's where it begins in this room and how our instructors are trained and what we put out there to the community. Mm. So let's take it back a bit. Um, Tell me about you. Oh gosh, okay, so me. I think, where do I start? I am actually from Kelowna, BC. I moved out to Ottawa two, wow, two years ago, that's crazy. Two years ago to, again, pursue my career in this world. And um, I'm very lucky that it brought me to Ottawa. Ottawa is a very, very cool town, lots of different areas. And um, it's totally different than the West Coast, but it's it has a lot of little pockets. And I'm happy to be here in Barhaven. So before that, though, um, As a child, I was always active. I did track and field. I was always pretty crazy. Um, But then I got scoliosis. So I took a step back because I had back surgery. And so I actually have two metal rods down my spine. 
And at the time, the doctors told me, like, okay, well, you're going to have to dial back running and track and field where you want to go with it because I was hoping to pursue it for university. Uh, they, they told me that it's just a dream I can't pursue anymore, so I had to dial back. I couldn't be part of any team sports anymore or anything, so my dream was pretty much crushed as, as a child. So fast forward a few years. After high school, I have a twin sister, and she actually got sick with cancer, and that was now 10 years ago. Um, and I felt completely hopeless. I didn't know what to do. I sat there in the hospital room. She had melanoma that spread to her brain, so she had brain tumor. She actually ended up having like eight brain tumors. It was a pretty sad journey. And I Googled what I can do. And on the West Coast, and I think there's actually, there's one out here in Ontario, but it's called the Ride to Conquer Cancer. And it's a bike ride over two days and you have to raise money to um, for the Cancer Foundation. So I'm like, I'm gonna do it. And I wasn't athletic at that time because I took a step back from my, my surgery. And again, the doctors just told me that I wouldn't be able to do these things. So I'm the type of person that if you tell me I can't, at that moment I decide to change it and decide to do it. So in three months time, I raised over $20,000, got a bike, I didn't even bike, I had Lululemon like flares on, I didn't even have the right <laughs> biking gear. Right before the starting line, I actually had a flat tire. It was just a gong show, but it, I'll never forget it. Coldplay, Viva La Vida started at the start line and I remember what I was doing and I was doing it for my sister and I wrote, and it was pouring rain, it was on the West Coast, literally coming down, and then two days later after the ride, it was a pretty exhilarating feeling crossing that finish line. I didn't think I would be able to ever accomplish that, 260K, literally in the pouring rain, and um, I got home and was really excited about the ride and that you know we raised money for the Cancer Foundation and that I actually could get through it. And my sister ended up passing away three days later. So in that moment, I knew that I could go one way or another. It was, I could just sit here and grieve and be upset, or I can take this opportunity to continue to pursue my life. And literally in that moment, that's where everything changed. So I've just kept going with my dreams and that turned into starting running again. Then um, I realized I was so good at running. I completed my first half marathon, had no idea what I was doing. I was just running behind the pace bunny. I was like, I'll go for the two, two um, hour pace bunny. And I ended up doing it 142. And, and I just kept going and going and going. And then that's when I've, you know, I've, I've hiked all over and I've, I, I do things now knowing that life is short. And I believe that everyone's capable of getting making their dreams come true, they just have to put their mind to it. And so I'm thankful for my sister because unfortunately she's no longer here, but I'm able to live for her. And she actually had a daughter at a young age and so I can help her daughter hopefully know that there is potential in our, in our lives, you know? So where is your mind now? What ambitions have kind of risen over the last couple of years? Um, great question. You know, it's, I've, I want to live to my fullest and I want other people to know that they can too because I believe people get stuck in their own ways or their doubts. They get stuck in their own minds and they, they don't think they can hike the, to base camp of Everest or they can't do a triathlon because they are afraid of swimming. But let me tell you, when I started doing my triathlons, I, can't, I couldn't swim for the life of me. I, was, I swore I drowned within 50 meters, not even, probably 25. And I made it and I, you did it and I kept going, I kept going. and. 
And that's my whole goal, I think, every day is when I wake up is how can we change someone's life today? You know, it's that's how I keep living. It's not for just me and my family. It's for helping everybody else that I can at least touch one person that day. Then I've done my job. And so is that kind of a driving force for this studio? Exactly. It's, it's an amazing thing. We have our 38 bikes here, 39 with the instructor bike and you know it's easy to say it's a spin class right and that's what you would think but it's so much more than that and it's hard to explain until you actually come and enjoy this the class and you realize it touches you in different ways and we've had instructors now they go through an intensive training program for about three to four six months even depending on the person and they change their lives I've had people change their career paths and you know they, they do different things they never thought they could because it's 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 an inner battle that we fight and I believe if you can understand that and conquer it and find some confidence in yourself you can absolutely take the next step into whatever it is you're wanting it's crazy because until you take that step you have no idea what's out there exactly like just like you when you said about running exactly i I thought you know okay i've i've found my thing you know Mm -hmm. dance is my thing i want to do this forever and it isn't until you push yourself to do something that is either scary or just totally you can't even process being able to accomplish that yeah. and then you do it and then from that moment it's like everything is just shifted for the better yeah right exactly that's exactly it and even cycling when I started that journey when I did the first ride I've done nine of them now so the nine ride to conquer cancers and how many kilometers later with the triathlons too mm-hmm. and you think oh my god that's so scary that's such a far number of 260k and you just keep going one foot in front of the other and that's exactly what it's all about in here too it's literally one foot in front of the other no matter how you feel that day you you're able to change it if you just try it just mm-hmm. give it a shot and see what happens absolutely you know mm-hmm. so let's talk a bit about triathlons take me through that i've never done one they're so fun yeah so the distances yeah so i've only done well i mean sorry i've done a few different ones i've done the beginner one which is called the try like try triathlon yeah which is a really small distance and I've done the sprint distance which is well, I can't remember and then <laughs> I've not my new passion now is the half Ironman so I haven't quite wow. c- committed to a full yet because mm-hmm. of how much training goes into Absolutely. it and how busy I've been but I believe next year I'm going to try to do Coeur d'Alene wow. which is in the States wow. and do the full I just want to do one full it's my mm-hmm. goal um, to do it but I'm obsessed with the half Ironman so I've done one in Santa Cruz in my very first one was in Santa Cruz in 2015, and then this past year I did 2019 in Lake Placid. So that was awesome, and I ended up getting an age group award, which was super crazy. I'm like, what? what you mean I get an award? Yeah. And I actually had no idea. My friend had to text me, and she's like, you got an award. I was like, what? What do you mean I got an award? So and I was up there on the stage, and I'm like, this is so cool. Yeah. So it was so fun. Like, you know, swimming, you get in there, it's totally terrifying. You're with all these people, and you're like, oh my god, I'm going to drown. But you just stay focused and you put your mind to it and you just have to trust it and you you train enough to do it and you know that this is just the day to go and and enjoy it i think most people go in with a little bit of anxiety and i go in to enjoy Mm -hmm. i high five people i said thank you to the people at the volunteer stations um smiled when i didn't want to you know and those people get you through right and the people cheering you on and 
and then yourself. It's an internal competition with yourself, Absolutely. right? I'm not a pro. I just enjoy it. And you're spending all this time, yeah. and who else do you have to talk to? Right? Yeah. When you're swimming, you really just play a game with yourself, Yeah, right? you're like, go, go, go. One, yeah. Keep going. Don't drown. <laughs> exactly. The whole point, I'm not a great swimmer. I'm okay. Like, I've, I've definitely gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's definitely hard for a lot of people, but I'm, my strongest is my is running, so I'm very lucky. So I can at least make up that time on the bike and then the run, yeah, and absolutely. it's awesome. So I have two coming up this summer. I'm doing Muskoka, um, just out here in Ontario. It's Ontario. Yeah. And um, and then Maine in the States as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what month is Maine? That's August. Wow. Yeah, so Muskoka, July, and then Maine in August. That's super cool. So um, I have this, like... I wouldn't call it strange, but like since I picked up running, I've been kind of exploring like ultra marathons cool. and like like just kind of aspiring. And I've watched like YouTube highlights of Kona, like the the championships, yeah. and like it's super inspiring seeing all that. And uh, it's inspiring. I haven't signed up yet, but I really want to do. There's a triathlon in Toronto um, in July, cool. and. For me, the one thing I think that's stopping me is the swimming. Mm-hmm. And I think, like like we've been talking about, like once you take that step, there's really no going back. And I think that I'm going to take that step, and that's I'm awesome. going to do it, and it's just it's just a matter of clicking the button, right? Well, and that's the thing. For swimming, you have to... You have to just at least practice it because it's controlling your breathing is the big thing because people panic, mm-hmm. right? Um, once you master that, it's fine. It doesn't matter how slow you are. At least you get through it, right? Mm-hmm. And you should totally do it. It's so much fun. Like, it's you're with people that are doing the same thing. And, like, I remember being in transition in Lake Placid. My first transition was so freaking slow because it was raining. And I was like, no, everything was wet. And, like, we were all laughing. Everyone, I'm like, are we in a race right now? Yeah. Like, everyone's having the best time. We're all like, have a great time out there. And, you know, and... And that becomes like a little weird family that you don't know. And then you meet people and I don't know, you should totally try it. It's really fun. The community is a special thing. I mean, like the athletic community. Mm I mean, I've always been a part of the dance community, and that will always be something that I feel very fortunate to be a part of. But when I got into running, like my sister would send me these accounts to follow, and then um, I would I would find other accounts through these people, and then there wasn't actually anyone that I that I knew, like yeah. besides my sister. I would run with my sister. That was it. And then I got to Toronto for school, and I had reached out to this this guy. His name's Jonathan, and. Um, I asked him if I could run with him because I didn't really know the routes around Toronto and this and that. And so he's like, okay, join me for a long run. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. So we got together and he, one of his buddies came and then we saw these people as we were crossing and I've seen a lot of them like as I keep, uh, like on other days that I run. And then I go to this event and I meet this group of people and I go to this kind of relay type thing and I meet this group of people or like this kind of like, there was this like, we were demoing this like the, the new pair of Saucony shoes and like I cool. met this person and that person and then it's just insane the kind of oh, yeah. reach that you can have mm-hmm. right you take and you that meet so many like you just meet so many like-minded exactly people, right and, and you never feel like you're alone yeah right because like you could be having the worst day and then you see this one person post on their story saying wow that was the worst run I've ever had yeah and you're like oh yeah me too yeah. okay okay we'll brush it off Let's go again tomorrow. Exactly. And what you're doing here is you're building a community. And that's kind of like one of the most special things I think anybody could do. Like people volunteer, people do outreach, but you created a facility for people to make the decision to change their life for the better. And I think that is absolutely incredible. Thanks. And we have a few professional runners in here already. And 
um, even a lot of cyclists, right? It's winter right now, and but it's it definitely helps you in your cardio, mm -hmm. and it helps you get stronger for so many different things. It's it's a lot of fun in here, and I'm very I'm very lucky. Yeah. yeah. So, fast forwarding a couple of years, like where do you see? What kind of changes do you see to this place? What kind of exciting additions, or if that's even on your mind right now? Yeah, I'm a big dreamer. Yeah. I definitely want to be smart about growth, but I'm definitely like, I want to start growing now, but I also know that we just opened only two months ago. So I, I definitely want to expand. I'm looking at some places in Ottawa to expand already. Um, hopefully it just depends on what we can do in the, you know, short term, but we'll have to be smart about it. Of course, we want to keep our brand the quality as good as we can. Obviously, so when we expand, it's it's great, and we're we're ready to open those second doors. So that's our goal. I I I don't know how many studios I'd like. But I definitely want to take it out west eventually, back back into that area where I'm from. And I have other goals. I just it's hard to picture it right now and yeah. actually get it going. But I was just talking about podcasts. I'd love to do a podcast. I would love to write a book. There's so many things I want to do. Yeah. And I think it's just now taking that next step. Now this is open. I'm like, okay, what's next? That's yeah. how I work, right? You definitely have the voice for a podcaster. I'm right. going to say that right now. And <laughs> I think that everyone who's listening right now is going to agree with me there. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah, really special. It's, it's fun. I'm really lucky. It's a great community. And um there's so many different things I think that all of us are able to do. And I think just like you and your podcasts, you help, well, you even, you reach out to people like me and I'm assuming other people that have other dreams and goals. And I, I believe people should all come together and encourage each other versus bring people down. I think we can, if we can all come together and help people out, everyone can be so much happier and, oh, and know that they can do their that next step that we all think we can't, but I know we can, yeah. right? So, yeah. Do you have any tips for maybe someone listening who is interested in their own startup? Yeah, it's, you know, you have to trust the people you are growing your brand with. Um, you know, it's finding the right business partner. I have a business partner and he's awesome. And you have to, so it's, you have to write, find the right people is basically what I'm trying to get at. Find the right people and th those people, if you lead them right, they will help your company grow. And I got really lucky. So it's, it's finding just like-minded people that also want to change their lives and change people's lives. That's how I got lucky into expanding my company. I wouldn't be able to be here with just me. Yeah, it's, it takes an army to build something, right? Um, and so for me, my biggest tip is, is just you have to be careful who you let in, but also trust the right people, yeah. you know, and that's easier said than done. But that's, that's definitely something I've learned over the last few years. And now at where I'm at, I feel very fortunate because I've been able to apply that and be cautious of who's let coming into my life, but also, and like into the company, but also I know that it's allowed me to trust those people to help build the company. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's segue now into your expeditions. Tell me about these major hikes that you've done. Oh, I love the outdoors. I never thought I did would actually, but in high school I took outdoor ed. One of the, you know, yeah. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. I had to do outdoor ed. So much fun though, right? I got poured on. I had no idea what I was doing. I hiked with I don't even know what. 
But I didn't think I could be could hike again going back to my scoliosis with my two rods on my spine. I didn't know how much weight I could hold on my back. So it's always been a tricky thing for me, but I think I've been able to manage it over the years. Uh, but it's never hold me, held me back because I love this stuff. I love nature. I love being outdoors, outdoorsy, whatever. Yeah. And I love enjoying put it, what you put yourself through. Right? Again, it's the same thing as the triathlons or spinning in here. It's one foot in front of the other, and you get to see things that are different and that you would have never seen if it was just in a car, you know? So I've done – my first crazy one was Kilimanjaro, so I did that one in 2007. That was totally crazy. So much fun, though. Uh, it was six days up, two days down, and you know you had to fight altitude sickness and all that, all that jazz, and it was so hard. Like that was again my very first experience hiking and something like that. But it was awesome. We had to tent. We had our sherpas. It was so much, so much fun. But at the same time, I learned a lot about myself in that moment. And I, I remember saying, I want to go to now base camp of Everest because Kilimanjaro is higher than base camp. And I'm like, if, I can, if I've already done Kilimanjaro, I can do base camp of Everest. So in between, I've done the West Coast Trail, which is on the Vancouver Island, and that's 70 kilometers, which I actually think it's more like 100, 100 kilometers. I think they lie. But whatever. Um, that, again, you're hiking. You have to you set everything up. You do your own tents. You, it's raining. It's the West Coast, right? Everything rains. So it's raining. You have to pack everything back up, bring your own food. You know, it's... It's another experience where you have to be with the right people. I got lucky who I was with. We actually had the best time, and, and you learn a lot about yourself then. And then I've also done Machu Picchu, which was, again, a really cool hike into a very famous you know, Inca Trail, right? So it was super cool. But the biggest one was Base Camp of Everest. I did that in 2018. I went by myself. I hired a guide, and I just wanted to just be and it was the most incredible experience. You fly into Lukla, which is one of the most dangerous airports in the world. Um, Why dangerous? Because of it's on a cliff, oh, okay. and and if you go down, so lots of accidents happen. Wow. Um, so it's very dangerous. If you ever look at like look seriously, look it up. You're just like, what? <laughs> I have to land there or take off? Like, so it's and the weather's really bad. So. Uh, people get stuck in the town, Lukla, after they're done their hike, or you can't go in. So I got stuck after our hike for three days in this tiny, you can't do anything, like you're just stuck. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a really dangerous town because of the weather. And so the hike was just incredible. Like yaks, they're like these like the animals, mm-hmm. they're passing you, people are there. You, you get to talk to people if you want or don't want to. You have to learn how to handle the cold. It's freezing, there's no heat. Um, you just walk and walk and walk and you have to manage your own breathing and your own ability to get there and it was an incredible experience I highly recommend anyone to just do something in nature like that it's not as scary as you think it's actually very rewarding especially if you put yourself through that and you you come out of it and you're like wow I can't believe I just did that I remember leaving and I was on the plane leaving the Lukla airport just totally a terrified because we're going down a cliff and I just started bawling and I just I couldn't believe I put my I did that I'm like that was 12 days I didn't you don't shower so you don't shower like you just you're all no there's barely any wi-fi you're by yourself I was by myself again and it was such a cool feeling you know so I loved it. It was awesome. So what's the difference um, men, mentality-wise um, between being with a group of people and doing this and just being by yourself and with your guide? You're by yourself. Like, the guide doesn't speak English, right? So you you just kind of have your own conversations with yourself. I didn't, I didn't listen to any music. I wanted to solely just be and experience the walk and experience the hike, right? And 
um, you know, I met some really cool people, but they were on their own journey and I was on my own. And I, you, I don't know, you, you learn a lot about yourself in those moments because you are alone in your thoughts. And I think you can accomplish a little bit more with how you can think, right? Because it was freezing. Like I'm talking ice cold. There's no, you don't walk inside and there's heat, like it's just cold. So you have to be able to manage your thinking. You have to manage how you're reacting, right? So you got to pack the proper stuff. I got really lucky. I wouldn't change anything that I took differently. I took everything that I needed. I was gratefully like warm coats and everything. Um, you just, you just learn about yourself. It's so hard to explain unless you do it, but you react, wake up early. So it's again, how you react. You wake up early. I had my contacts, you know, I had to make sure they were warm so they didn't freeze and like, you know, so many different things. And you just, I don't know, you just appreciate it because you get to also experience a different culture. You're like, wow, they, these people live like this. You know, we are lucky. We have, it's minus 40 out here. I just start my car and I walk in and go right into my car and go right into a building. So lucky. Right? We're so lucky. And you go there and they just appreciate you so much, you know, and they they are grateful for you. So the guide worked their you know their asses off for for me to make sure I was happy because I have to I'm I'm tipping them after and you know that's their job that's how they make money yeah. so it's it's a really cool experience because you not only learn about yourself but you get to appreciate where you're from because their culture is so different. And is this something that took a lot of training or was this just a decision that was like you know what I'm doing this let's see how it goes. Um, I think I got lucky because I do a lot of activities so I didn't train for it Mm -hmm. but it's definitely something if you're not active you definitely should train for it just because there is the hiking aspect you do climb a hill like you're climbing a mountain and you have to manage your your breathing especially with uh, the altitude because you can get altitude sickness so you just have to be careful with that so if anybody who's not active and is planning on doing it I just I do recommend you to train for it Yeah. yeah wow do you see yourself doing more of these in the oh, future? Absolutely. I keep, I look at all the ones. The one, the next one I want to do is actually called the Camino del Santiago, and it's in Spain. It's a, it's a pilgrimage trail. So I really want to do that one just by myself again. I'm hoping soon I can do it. And then I want to do another one out in Brazil. There's a really cool trail down there. So we'll see when I can. So this really adventurous side of you, has that been something that's been inside of you kind of your whole life, kind of just waiting to come out, or did it just show up? Yeah, again, it's when, uh, back to when my sister passed away, I was not like this at all. My, mm-hmm. I'm nobody in my family is adventurous. Um, I just I just fell in love with it. And I think it's because you can put yourself through something and you wouldn't realize you could until you did it, right? And I'm a little bit extreme because I love to live myself, live to my fullest, right? I like to try different things. And um, yeah, so I don't think... It's not hasn't been with me since I was born. It's changed in the last ten years for sure. And it'll probably continue to change. Mm-hmm. You're gonna keep seeing parts of yourself that you didn't know were there, and yeah. are just kind of currently screaming and wanting to come out. Yeah, I that which I'm very excited for. Yeah. All right, so let's get right to the mountain minute. Oh God, okay. <laughs> this, 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 this is the mountain minute. Two, one. Favorite movie. Oh my God. Oh, the judge. Favorite food. Oh my God, Mexican. Anything Mexican, nachos. Go to breakfast. Eggs. Favorite song. 
that's a tough one. But mm -hmm. Coldplay, anything Coldplay, Coldplay. Why? Oh my God, I love them. They they're they are the best band. They are meaning. They're humble and meaningful. Favorite day of the week. Wednesday. Least favorite day of the week. I don't have one. Favorite color. Yellow. What time do you usually go to bed? Oh God, nine. But I actually should go to bed at seven because I wake up early. What time do you usually wake up? It's like five, four, four thirty. Favorite time to train. Like train for like anything. Oh my God, all the time. <laughs> if you could make any animal your pet, what animal would you choose? My dog. <laughs> if you could change the stigma around one thing in the world, what would it be? Oh, uh, that uh, people aren't capable of like going after their dreams. If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? <gasps> Princess Diana. Uh huh. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would you choose? Honestly, I would love to fly. Really? Right? How cool would that be? It would probably do a lot for your travel. But lives. I would want a cape. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What color? <laughs> probably red. Yeah. Sweet or salty? <laughs> oh, salt. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Rain or shine? Shine. Day or night? I'm a day girl. Favorite number? Mm, nine. Fill in the blank. This podcast is... Amazing. Oh, so sweet. I set you up for that one. <laughs> that was great. All right. Thank you, Jess, so much for your time. It was really cool getting to kind of hear about this adventurous side of you. And I hope that anyone listening can kind of take that and pull it out of themselves. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, please don't be shy. Leave a rating and a review and let me know what you think. Love always, Jake. Jake.